welcome to Hyperfixations, our podcast where we invite guests on to talk about their special and niche interests that they could just talk forever about. With your hosts, I'm Ali. And I'm Nigel. And today we have Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you doing? <sighs> I'm I'm getting by. I'm getting by. True. In these trying times and all that. And you are here to talk to us about? I'm here to talk about One Piece. Amazing. Okay, and... Okay, so I feel like a, a lot of people know what One Piece is because it's like the biggest thing in the manga world. But it is. Yeah, but for those of us who don't know, could you explain maybe what One Piece is very generally and why you chose it for today's episode? Okay, uh, well, uh, like you said, One Piece is one of the largest things in the manga world. It is the number one best-selling manga of all time. Uh, what is manga? Ooh. Manga are Japanese comic books. That's right. Your uh, your Dragon Balls, your uh, Sailor Moons, uh, etc., all started from uh, from Japanese comic books called manga. And uh, like I said, One Piece is the long or the the best selling one, not the longest running one, but it is a very long running one. It is uh, originally started in 1997, uh, and it's mm-hmm. been published weekly ever since for most weeks. Uh, it is the story of a young uh, pirate named Monkey D. Luffy and his grand journey adventure to become the king of the pirates. Uh, It is insanely, insanely uh, creative and imaginative and has a a world of... The world building in One Piece is second to none, I think. Okay, but... It's just it's just funny when you mentioned that it's not the longest running one because for ages I thought it was up until last year, uh, in like October or whatever when my roommate was like, you know, no no there's 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 things that are longer than One Piece and I'm just like how? It was Ow. like some boxing related one. I don't know what the name okay. of it is. I'd have to ask Deglin. But I'm just like there. One Piece feels like such a cultural monolith. Even uh, like in such a Eurocentric world, it feels so big and vast, and this is the thing it is. So here's here's a, like a fun little thing. Uh, One Piece is worldwide huge phenomenon. It is not nearly as popular though as other uh, Japanese uh, stories in America. Believe it or not, it is. Uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, it it is. Weirdly not that popular. Any One Piece fan will tell you how weirdly frustrating it is that it, you, 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 it's it's difficult to find other people who are willing to do it. And there are currently 1,016 chapters of One Piece. Um, and wow. uh, it, is, it is still ongoing. It is still ongoing. And I need to stress that while there are only 1,016 chapters of One Piece... It never feels like it's being artificially lengthened. The story does not feel like it is. Uh, it it does not feel it is not overstaying its welcome on any way, and it is going very slowly, but but it's going there towards its end. Mm, I remember seeing uh, like an article that was recommended to me by Google, being like Ichiro Oda, who is. Um, the, the mangaka, the guy who writes it for people who don't know. It was like, 
he says, oh yeah, we've passed the halfway point, and this was around when they were releasing uh, Chapter 1000. It's like, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. You're, get, well, you're getting there. Slowly. It's 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 really, really uh, been insane. He, um, one, of the, one of the big things that's kind of uh, got the fandom talking in general is Oda, uh, uh, or so some people call him uh, Goda for, you know, God Oda. Um, he has recently said uh, he, there are five, about five years left, but he said that for like the last ten years, and then recently he said, "Oh, uh, there's probably about four years left." So everyone is freaking out because you know the the number of uh, of uh, years left he predicts he has is, has actually gone down by one. The, the clock has moved one minute closer digit. to midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 insane. And for most of the um, for most of these long running Japanese manga, um, they aren't serialized. They don't tell a singular story. Um, so, and I'm talking about the the longer running ones, like the ones that have started in the 70s, right? They're almost like your Spider-Mans and Batmans, where you know, some characters remain the same. However, sometimes they do reboots. Sometimes they go off and do other things, um, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which famously just starts over with new characters in a different setting every uh, ten years or so. Uh, or I love JoJo's. Yes, JoJo's is is, is amazing. Um, it's it's just so insane to to look at this and be like, oh, um, One Piece has been going since. 1997, and it's just still going and still telling the exact same story. I kind of love that. I love that for Alright, uh, question here. How familiar are you two with One Piece? Um... Not, not at all, me personally. I know it's very long, and I know it's a manga and an anime. I... I have watched the first three episodes of the anime. I because I was like, I have all these things where it's like I'm. This is my grand project for the year, and so like last year it was catching up on the Magnus archives, and this year I've li like I I listened to 376 episodes of No Such Thing as a Fish to catch up, and I was like I'm gonna get round to the big anime slash manga at some stage, because uh, the roommate I mentioned before. He's really into Dragon Ball, and he's seen and read it all. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. But then when lockdown started last year in, like, March, when all the schools and colleges closed here in Ireland, my brother had the very measured response of, I'm going to watch all of One Piece. And he did. He watched all 900-odd episodes that were released <laughs> at that time. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, what do you do? And I was like, maybe I'll try this. And then I was like, I watched three episodes of it and I wasn't turned away by it. I was just like, I can't get myself to sit down and focus on like visual media at the time. I could only really like focus on, on stuff that was printed on pages in books and whatever. And I was like, I'll come back to this. And I cut to over a year later, still haven't watched <laughs> another episode of One Piece. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it it is it is a a task, and also I, I feel like watching the anime, which is at like 968 episodes currently, uh, 
is kind of a waste of time. Um, you know, reading the 1016 chapters, that's fine. But one of the problems yeah. with with uh, anime as a as a medium, if it's based on a manga, um, well, a chapter of a book that comes out once a week and an episode of TV that comes out once a week, well, they're not going to be able to cover the same amount of uh, space, right? Uh, usually, rule of thumb is about two chapters to one episode. So of course. they have to do all these little tricks with animation to lengthen the entire run of, of one piece because uh, you you can't you can't go beyond the source material so there are hundreds of episodes of what's called filler which are just non-canonical stories there are uh, insane decisions made in the adaptation to really just draw the story out uh, the, the anime really does feel uh, like uh, it's its own slow the it's um deabridged, right? It's it's not it's not unabridged. It's it's adding extra material that's really n- doesn't inform any of the rest of the of the story. Mm. Well, I suppose in the case of uh like in the case of manga and anime adaptations, we we have seen what happens when a when an anime that's popular based on a popular manga outstrips its source material and just goes, "Oh, fuck it, we'll come up with whatever." Uh, case in point, yeah. 2003's Full Metal Alchemist. Uh... And some questionable decisions were made. So I feel, would you say that, uh, like, the filler, at least in One Piece, the anime, serves a purpose? Like, you know, it's probably not great television to watch if you're a fan of the original source material. Uh, but. Uh, I, I mean, here, here's the thing, right? So. The way, a, uh, the way a story arc goes, the way things happen, right? You have to have some form of stakes. Uh, there has to be risks to the characters. Well, the thing is that there can't be any actual changes to any of the characters because they have to go back to the status quo at the end of either the episode or sometimes the 30-episode arc or, or whatever it is that they decide. Um, so yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like... Um, I feel like... Uh, Modern anime, and I'm sorry for people who just are listening to this and totally aren't into anime. Uh, modern anime has found the solution to this because uh, instead of doing weekly episodes, yes, that's right, weekly episodes for the entirety of the year, modern anime just says, hey, we're going to do one season and then wait. And wait a year or so for the, the source material to to get some, some leg room and then we'll do another season. Um, Makes sense. Much better. Yeah, because most most of the mangas, right, are are released weekly. Um, a lot of the a lot of the ones are adapted from Shonen Jump, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are uh, Shonen Jump, which is the big one. Uh, shonen meaning uh, young boy, kind of. So the demographic for most of these are young boys. However, you do have shojo, young girl manga, and um, some some other stuff, so, uh, seinen and. Uh, a few other things that are for older teens or even um, now, you know, people in their 40s. Uh, manga is surprisingly mm. popular with 40 uh, year old women. Um, you know, th- there's there's romance stories and stuff, and that's really popular. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of uh, of before before I, I do my, my my big deep dive into why One Piece is better. I I came up with a, a, a rough structure of like what to talk about and. 
and and how to and in what order because uh I figure I mm. I you need yeah. context to understand why one piece is special, right? Um, yeah. Why why it uh outdoes uh the the tropes and uh other things that other uh, manga do wrong, right? The things that happen wrong. So, Ali, how, how familiar are you with just in general with anime? I'm quite familiar. Okay. You hate it? I am not. My, no, I don't hate it. My ex um, was mad, was mad into anime, and he tried on numerous occasions to get me into ones, and I think I was probably like a bit like lazy watching them because I never, like I never like you know fully committed to saying like, oh I'm gonna get into this anime. So I never found one that like, like kind of fully grabbed me. But they were all fine. I've seen a few episodes of Death Note. I've seen a few episodes of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I think that's kind of it. Other than that, my anime knowledge is like the Bakugan like American dub that was on Cartoon Network when I was younger. <laughs> Oh, that fucking <laughs> ruled. I love that. It was so it was so good. Like, like this is this is uh, this is the hell I'll die on. Like uh, if you go to if you go to my Chrome and go out to the tabs, it's like I've got a bunch of tabs open for doing different things and consulting and whatever. But it's like up there you've got the anime Kisa page where I can download the new episode of My Hero Academia when it comes out because it's on its fifth season now. And then right underneath right. it is the uh, is the page for the original series of Bakugan. <laughs> wow. What a show. Yeah. What are you gonna do? The odds stacked against you. you. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Uh, this is a Bakugan episode our, now. <laughs> subscribe well, to our Patreon to get us singing the full Bakugan theme song. Anyway, long story. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon. Long story short, I'm not that familiar with anime. Okay, I, I know okay. the basics. Well, um, so, so uh, you know, a, a lot of these, like I said, they're aimed at young boys, and one of the big tropes or genres uh, is called the shonen battle uh, anime, which Bakugan uh, kind of, kind of fits in, right? Uh, so the idea is, well, what what do uh, young boys like? Well, they like superpowers and they like to fight and. Uh, or they like to imagine fighting. So uh, our characters are superpowered people who get into fights with uh, evil superpowered people, and, and that's and that's the end of that. Uh, and that's like what the entire uh, just in general uh, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, like anything, any of these things, My Hero Academia, uh, any of them are based on this idea. Of like, okay, we're gonna. Ha- Put in powers, magic, and there's going to be fighting and action, and Bakugan as well, because even though it wasn't the main characters doing the fighting, um, I, I believe it was little robotic balls? Yes. That transform? Yeah, I, Bakugan was a little bit uh, after me. Yeah, it, it it basically, they basically function by proxy in the same way that, like, Pokemon do. Right, so, so it's Pokemon, uh, and yeah, and you fight for each other, and I'm sure uh, it the the fate of the world is at stake in Bakugan, right? Well, yeah. not the first season. The first season is just like you know we're playing because like these cards and 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 Bakugan just randomly appear out of the sky, and these two kids are just like 
oh, we'll make a card game out of this. It becomes really popular. And then they're like, hey, this dude with a mask is being kind of a dick. We should put a stop to that. And then all of the other seasons are like, the fate of the universe is at stake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's, even uh... with the first one, like, another world, like, you, the fate of, like, the Oh, yeah, Vestroya, like, yeah. I, think... I keep yeah, forgetting Vestroya is... <laughs> the thing. It's this been a while. Is... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is great. I, I loved like Yu-Gi-Oh and 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 Digimon and and Beyblade and uh, Bakugan happened after me, but or after mm. I, I was that demographic. But yeah, it's it's very much the the same stuff, right? Uh, Fate of the world. Uh, usually, kids fighting with either <laughs> with creatures that they've somehow enslaved or uh, whatever, and. Uh, basically fighting to the death uh, and with a group of people. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, that's... That's always that is, Yeah, that, that, that is uh, shonen, shonen battle in in a nutshell. And one of the, the problem, or one of the, the main core tenets is always a magical power system. Uh, you know, some, some, some way to be stronger or better than other people. And so the main character has some way of fighting... Um, in in Dragon Ball, it's just straight up just energy. Um, in Naruto, just screaming it's screaming till you dye your hair. Right, right, I mean, exactly. <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> uh, and and uh, what in, in Naruto beyond just the Naruto running, it's uh, like ninja magic. Um, you know, in in My Hero Academia, it's it's quirks. Uh, well, in One Piece, it's fruits. Um, specifically, as in the type you eat. Yes, yes, it is the type you eat. See, there are these things called devil fruits, and what happens if you eat a devil's fruit is something crazy happens to your body, and you lose all ability to swim. Now you might say, "Oh, well, that's kind of whatever." I, I guess you, you, you know, if if I can control fire after eating a fruit, um. And I lose my ability to swim. Might be worth it, right? I mean, I can't swim. Yeah, so yeah like maybe oh. I've eaten a devil fruit and not known. Yeah, it. yeah. You, you should go test that out. Um, <laughs> just get into the water and fucking yeah. die straight away. <laughs> yep. If, if you sink, if you sink, you've eaten a devil's fruit. If you uh, if you float, you're you're also not a witch. So yes. Oh good. Um. Well, uh, yeah, except the world that One Piece is based on is pretty much just a series of islands connected to each other. Uh, so travel is basically done only by boat. Um, there's the oceans absolutely everywhere. And our main character, Monkey D. Luffy, uh, when he was a child, accidentally ate the gum gum fruit, which turns him into a rubber man. Um, just, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the appropriate amount of silence just so we can all take that like I I know the stakes of One Piece because as I said I've seen part of it but it's just like <laughs> anyone listening to it on the outside is like this is the most bizarre shit I've heard and anime is a weird place a anime anime is a weird place I will uh, will happily talk to you about some of the, the, the best animes I've seen I, I will happily go, go down your um uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, and why it's one of the greatest things uh, ever made. Or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of anime. They are crazy. 
but our main character and and most of the time in these battle shows the main character has a power that seems like it's not it it seems like it might be uh kind of useless but as it turns out it's secretly the most useful thing in the world and allows him to beat everybody um our main character is made out of rubber that's it full stop um and and this is a power uh you know you might think oh fruits okay so you've got lots of people uh around the world who have these fruits no uh each fruit is incredibly unique and on its own and only one exists so monkey d luffy luffy is the only rubber man in the world um i mean fair the uh the extension and creativity with which some of these other fruits i mean beyond just okay he's a rubber man that's that's insanely creative on its own but there are just insane insane devil's fruits that have just the the absolute weirdest powers um one of one, one of the the big characters on, on his crew uh her name is robin and her power is she ate what was called the uh the flower fruit and her power is to just sprout up body parts where she can see them that's it so like literally an arm can grow out of a wall nice hey cool that is, i have to say yeah 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 that that, that is it there there's a, a a villain later on who um is made entirely out of mochi the uh the japanese uh rice dough um there there is a i'm, I'm just trying to think of like of, of of the weird ones there there is a serious character a, a very serious character who her ability she ate the juice fruit which she can squeeze juice out of people like like she can juice anything juice as in like what does she squeeze like can she get like a glass of orange juice out of someone yes pretty pretty much uh uh it 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 is is my new favorite power out of all all superhero powers that's the power i want to have yeah yeah when Uh, people ask me what power would you have that's what i'm saying right yeah before it's like flight or invince or invisibility it's like no no no, i want to make orange juice on command yeah, it's uh, it's called it's called the ring ring fruit or the uh, or the squeeze squeeze fruit, and she can just yeah, she just picks up people and um, gets all the moisture out of them. So that 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 is it. Uh, that is a a very powerful villain in this world. Um, it it is it is insane. Explaining to people like okay. Wait, but there, there's like a fruit that also allows you to control fire. There are, there's a fruit that allows you to control light, and then you have something like, oh, there's a fruit that allows you to just create clothes, and that's it. Mm. Not to bring things back to JoJo's again, but I feel like that's the only thing my brain can sort of like form an analog with, because at the start, all of the powers of JoJo's, it's like, okay, this can punch really hard. This can, you know, like show you visions and shit. And then you've got like a power which is an electrical pylon which stops people from leaving. Uh-huh. And you you go, okay. Okay. 
But I, I do have a serious question. Um, mm-hmm. oh, unless unless Ali has a question because she's completely new to this world, I'd like to hear her takes on it. <laughs> I think I'm reserving questions until a little further into the discussion. Okay, I'll ask my I'll ask my um, actual serious question. So, do you think then, with the fact that all of this, uh, all of these powers are unique, and there's only one of each devil fruit? Do you think it like answers or sort of like solves the problem that seems to happen in a lot of superhero media where it's like the ending of everything is just a punch up between two identically powered good and evil people? Yes, uh, absolutely. And this is this is one of the things, right? Uh, uh, Oda grew up reading Dragon Ball, which is basically that 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 is how the powers increase in Dragon Ball is just they scream and they can punch harder. And this is almost an answer to that uh, where everyone has something incredibly unique and and not not everyone has eaten a fruit in this world uh, and there are ways for these people who have not eaten fruits for them to actually fight on on level with these uh, with these uh, fruited people. Um I'm just like I I've got like a wiki list of just the insane insane uh fruits that that pop up and it's it's really bad because they're all named um like they're all named with like two two words and then fruit. So it's like the gum the gum gum fruit, the uh, chop chop fruit the slip slip fruit uh so it, it's this this weird weird thing um there's a door door fruit which allows the user to just make doors anywhere and uh you know the the idea that you have all these weird powers and then they are still fighting uh incredibly serious fights and um it's it's just it's just so fucking weird um and so fucking creative uh, it, it everything feels a little bit like it's a looney tunes thing uh like a, just a looney tunes action um it's it's crazy so is it a would, would you say it's like a comedy then for for people who let's say someone has listened to this episode with no uh like no clue no inkling as to what one piece is would you say like you know, genre-wise, because you said okay. it's like about pirates and stuff, and now you say it's like Looney Tunes. So, like, what kind of yeah. genres does it do? So, so this, this, it, it, that's so hard to explain because uh, there are incredibly, incredibly funny moments, moments that I will still laugh when I'm thinking about to this day. Like it was some long-forgotten Simpsons joke. Um, that it, it is all. Beautifully, beautifully funny. Um, but it has also some of the most heartbreaking moments in just in fiction for me. Um, there, there's a, a there there's a book YouTuber, you know, a YouTuber who uh, just reviews books. Who recently decided to to start reading One Piece and kind of review One Piece all. Currently, there are now 99 volumes, 99 books, about 200 pages each, give or take. Um, and she has decided, her name is uh, Murphy Napier, and she's oh, decided... Oh, I know Murphy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's just started reading One Piece, and she's about three to four hundred chapters in, and she, in one of her videos recently, she says that like she's crying and she can't believe how important this world and these characters have become to her and how mm. just incredibly heartbreaking moments of of this are there um you'll if, if you get into one piece you will see there's uh, almost like a pattern where a villain's introduced uh you will grow to really really hate the villain the the first um kind of for real villain in the series is named Arlong. Uh, please, that's he comes around in uh, like chapter seventy or sixty. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Only chapter seventy or sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he is just one of the most despicable characters uh, in fiction in general. And his backstory and what he did to one of the crewmates and everything is just—it's one of these things where. You, you, you know, it's not it's not overly grim, dark, like um, you know, some some edgy thing, whatever. No, this is still made for children, but it's written so well and has such specific, uh, just levels of evil to it and uh, emotional impact that, as an adult reading it, I you're just like, oh, this is this is fantastic. This you know, this is um so much better than Harry Potter um, or you know so, something like that right uh, it, it's it it strikes the weirdest balance uh, in the middle of these serious fights sometimes Luffy or whoever it is will get an idea and do something incredibly stupid um, and it's it's funny it's played for laughs but it also works really well another thing is like I said it ha- they have like almost Looney Tunes rules um, there are moments where uh, a character is or multiple characters are are beat to to just hell they can barely stand they have broken bones uh, one of their crewmates is a skeleton um, I can t- tell you tell you more about that later it, he's a skeleton right so he, his bones have all been cracked he is barely holding together and he pulls out some milk and he drinks it and he's all better. So really, it's just the scene where they pretend to offer uh, the basketball team water, which has steroids in it, near the end of Space Jam. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. There, there are moments like that, but these weird Deus Ex Machina moments. Uh, they're one. They're they're not that uh, crazy, but they also are. They're, they're not that like often, but they don't feel out of this world and they don't feel unearned when it happens and that is uh just like one of the greatest ways to to go writing uh harrowing moments for your character um it it's it's just insane uh i i I would call this more in a comedy it is normally very very lighthearted, but it it will have moments where it's just like oh this got dark this got really dark (laughs) Oh, I never go, so I never go to manga then. Hmm? Like, so I never go to, like, piece of media that I can go from, like, you know, funny to, like, really dark and do that really well. Yeah, yeah. That is definitely one of the things. Um, 
there, there's also an aspect of the the power system in this uh, in, in this universe where there almost there seems to be, almost be power granted by the the power of puns. Um, it, okay, oh, there there is a character who is named Kaku, and he uh, he he he's a minor villain. Um, or minor deuteragon. E- either way, his name is Kaku. Kaku in Japanese means square. Well, he ate the giraffe giraffe fruit. Um, so he can turn into I'm a giraffe. I'm already interested. Yeah. Um, I'm already and, interested. And during his his fight, during his one fight, he starts making square puns and like squarifying his giraffe form. And uh, like 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 he he like literally says like a square uh, boxing, and he like almost like mechanically goes into himself like a turtle and starts like punching, and and it's it's this moment where the the person who's fighting him is like that's not how that works. Not how this works. Right. Uh, Reality it, you know, it, can be whatever I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is that is kind of that is kind of how it is. This is a serious fight. There are there are incredible stakes to this fight, and it breaks down into that at one point. Um, so so there are weird puns that go on. Um, there are just just incredibly dumb things that happen. Uh, it is so clever and so creative, and yeah, giraffes. If you like giraffes, uh, there is a character who is a swordsman who has the giraffe fruit and can turn into a giraffe with swords. Say no more. I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm sold. Um, but yeah, yeah. This 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 power. If you if you grew up watching Dragon Ball or or anything, or you're just kind of tired of people screaming at each other and punching each other well good news this power system (laughs) is so insane so bizarre and just wonderful and you never know what's going to happen and um the fights that luffy gets into he uh comes up with ways that his rubber body will fight some people that are just incredibly clever, um, just stupidly clever, and really funny, and more importantly, beautiful to look at. Um, and one thing to note here is he is made out of rubber. He is not Mister Fantastic. He can't just extend himself forever and kind of control where he goes. There is a very purposeful, like physicality to the way Luffy fights because he's um, a rubber man. Where if he's going to punch somebody that's far away, he has to wind up his fist back a little bit. Um, you know, there, there's there's a, a sense of kineticness to Luffy. Yeah, huh. I was gonna I was gonna say that earlier on. Um, like he doesn't feel like Mister Fantastic or or Plastic Man. Isn't that the DC yeah. equivalent? Where it's like Luffy feels like he's made out of rubber. Whereas, like, Mr. Fantastic and Plastic Man feel like they're made out of silly putty. Right, right. Um, and, and and with that, I should probably talk about the rest of the, the crew that we're following here, the, the Straw Hats, and uh, more importantly, what the actual, what it means to be the Pirate King. 
because you know uh parents or people might be like oh god i don't want to watch a a a, read a series about a bunch of pirates going around uh pillaging and 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 uh they may be pirates but they are not uh they are not villains but more importantly they are not heroes either uh as luffy says at one point he says no i'm not a hero a hero is somebody who shares all the food and i want to eat all the food um and that's that that it, it's this great balance of being you know uh of not being like a, a superman or uh you know a, a a set of people who just defeat evil wherever it is they they need a, a reason to defeat evil that's so good but and it's like there's so little of that i think now because all of especially like dc they've got don't get me wrong i like the vibes of the Snyderverse, but it's like they've gotten into such heavy moralizing, you know, where it's like, oh, we got to, you know, if there's even a 1% chance that Superman could turn rogue, we got to take him out. Whereas like Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, why do you want to save the galaxy? Because I'm one of the idiots who lives in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's one of the fun things, right? The, the stakes are uh, almost never that, you know, they, they they aren't the end of the world uh, because this this world is um, island based. They they are only ever really um, the fate of the current island that the Straw Hat Pirates are on, and and they're called the Straw Hat Pirates because Luffy uh, he wears an iconic straw hat that he got from his uh, childhood mentor in the first chapter. really trying okay, to think and, of and they're all going out to seek this treasure this treasure of the pirate king right 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 yeah let, let's talk about that so the every episode of the anime opens up with the same thing which is the execution of the former pirate king goal d roger now some people might write it as gold roger but no it is goal d roger with the D uh, being a, a single initial, and that is important. That is incredibly important to the entire narrative of One Piece. That the middle initial is D. Um, it 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 sounds like a joke. That sounds like I'm joking, but it it, it very much is. Um, but before he's executed, because you know he's been caught by the police. So hey, uh, that's another thing about One Piece. Uh, if you don't like the cops, well, the bad guys are the 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 international cops. Um yeah. Oda said A cab. Yes, Hiro Oda said A cab. Um, but uh, before he dies, you know, he's he's about to be publicly executed. This is about to be a show of 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 you know. Oh, uh, if you become a pirate, this will this will be the end. Well, he says, hey, if you want my treasure, I left it all in one piece. Roll uh, <laughs> right, right. Um, and and that's the idea is the one piece is all of the pirate king's treasure it is somewhere on this world's equator which is called the grand line um and you might say okay cool cool um well the story starts 20 years after roger was executed so you'd think someone has uh, would have found the treasure already but you actually find out very quickly 
the way this world is structured, the the thing called the Grand Line, which is, again is the equator, pretty much, um, it is only accessible accessible from one point in the world, and you have to go around the entire equator, uh, almost in sequential order, to reach the final island. And Gold Roger was the only person who had ever done that. So the treasure is probably on that one island. Um, It'd be hilarious if it was some, though. <laughs> there, there, there are theories. There are, there are theories, but this did, this did something really, really interesting. And just from a storytelling perspective, and that's the stronger pirates and people in this world are closer to that island because everyone, for the most part, is trying to get to this island. They are trying to get the One Piece. And that that gives you this sense of, okay, well, the next guy is going to be stronger. The next guy is going to be stronger. And it, it does that without making up people from uh from you know just completely random uh that's a huge problem with um with dragon ball is once you beat the the bad guy who's the strongest one on the planet well we're going to beat the bad guy who's an alien who's the strongest one in the universe and then the strongest one in uh the multiverse etc it just keeps going like this and they just keep throwing stronger people and just telling you they're stronger well in this world the the strong people already exist and they just aren't anywhere near the main characters. Hmm. Also, oh, sorry. Are you going to say something, Ali? Oh, no, sorry. I, I was just going to ask because it occurred to me because I've sort of forgotten the timeline of it, but you say like no one, like it's been 20 years and no one, uh, no one has found it yet. And it's like, I wonder did... Ernest Klein in part face like the 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 hunt for the Easter egg in, in Ready Player One, um, off of like how One Piece and the search for the One Piece works. Maybe, maybe I I, I will say uh, a couple hundred chapters ago we've got more world building that explains even better why no one has found it yet, why no one has reached that island, um, and it's one of these things that when you read it. It's like, oh, that informs the world so well. Uh, there's another uh, YouTuber named Totally Not Mark, who mostly does Dragon Ball content, and uh, I believe he's from Ireland. Um, but uh, anyway, he he did a blind review of One Piece starting a year ago, and and he he talks about how just beautifully the world building fits in together, and how you do have questions. Those questions have satisfying answers. Okay, so it's not it's not a J.J. Abrams lost type situation. There's not endless mystery boxes. Right, right, and 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 that's the that's like the thing that people you can't realize until you're a couple hundred chapters into One Piece. But things that are throwaway lines earlier, little a character you might meet for one or two pages come back hundreds of chapters later in ways that inform the entire story up to that point and where the story is going and 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 what the characters mean to each other it, it's 
it's insane. There, there have literally been, uh, like, at one point, 500 chapters between a character being mentioned for the first time and then meeting that character. Uh, and and it, 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 it's, it's just bizarre. It's, it's a, just a story of payoffs. I'm really trying to think of, like, how to explain this without spoiling anything because when these payoffs come hundreds of chapters later... It's, it's just so astounding, and beautiful. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what what I what I should probably do is just run down the central cast of characters. I, I think I think that that would be yeah. the thing where people really really find it interesting. We 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 already know Monkey I would D. Like Luffy. To hear more about this skeleton. Oh yes. Well, I I will I will tell you more about him. Uh, we have Monkey D. Luffy, a Gum Gum Man, you know, Rubber Man? Well, his uh, first mate, or never really said first mate, but first person to join his pirate crew, is uh, a pirate hunter by the name of Roa Noah Zoro. Now, if you read... Right. The sword guy. The guy who uses three swords. Um, Ellie, do you have any idea how he uses his third sword? His horse? Hmm? His horse? No, no, no. Um... Zoro carries his third sword in his mouth. That was my next guess. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 really really funny. Um, so so we have Zoro, uh, and if you read the official English translation, though, apparently naming a character who uses swords Zoro might have been a bit of a problem, so they changed his name to Zolo. Um, but it's sure. Zoro. It's it's Zoro. Uh, you have I think there's the a next... lot of that with with like localization though. Maybe Zoro is trademark because I know Jap- Japan's trademark laws are yeah um, are fairly lax in terms of naming things, and I know this from JoJo's. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> ACDC. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, just just to briefly divert into this madness, there is a character alley. Or a um, power which is known in Japan as D4C. It's named after the ACDC song "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap," and they can't use that in America. So I'm gonna just tell you straight up what they translated it as, um, which is this is the official English localization. It's filthy acts at a reasonable price. <laughs> uh. It is. It, oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, jo- JoJo. The uh, it's almost like a, its own thing. Just like being able to to do that, and it's even funnier when they're speaking Japanese, and they they say "dirty deeds done dirt cheap," but then it's translated as that in the subtitles. Mm. Uh, just one last one because there's one called Limp Biscuit, which is localized as flaccid pancake. <laughs> this is this is amazing. This is incredible. Yeah, uh, Ali's like um, sign me up. I need to I need to get into this anime. <laughs> I need to I need to know this. I need to know everything. Yeah, uh, JoJo's is is such a wonderful, weird weird show. Um, but as but far as the piece. right the, the the crew the rest of the crew, um, you have Nami who is their navigator. Um, she. Yeah, she she's she's their navigator and she's a bit of a thief. Uh, her entire personality until you get her big character arc, uh, which was 
heartbreaking and beautiful uh, is basically she's very very greedy um you have a character by the name of Usopp who is the the sniper or the sharpshooter who has a very large nose and he loves to just I wouldn't say it's lie it's exaggerate the truth um <laughs> uh but he he uh he, yeah he he will he is a coward he will run away at the first sign of any trouble um it, and and he has these wonderfully wonderfully just creative fights there's um one or er, one relatively early on uh where he he's fighting he's fighting someone who is a way 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 stronger than him and all of a sudden he pulls out a five-ton hammer and hits their partner as you do Right, right. It's a five-ton hammer. He hits their partner. You know, ostensibly killing them. And says, they call me Captain Usopp. I've killed thousands of men. And just whips back this five-ton hammer on the, the just on his shoulders like it's nothing. And the person the other person he's fighting is terrified. As you would he, be. Right. You then find out that the five-ton hammer is actually just a balloon with two frying pans on the end. <laughs> and it says five tons on it. <laughs> right? So 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 it, it's it's these kinds of lies and boasts, like his fights are so creative and tactical and um yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 wonderful. And then when the partner that he hit with a five-ton hammer, you know, only only actually fainted because they thought they got hit by a five-ton hammer. Uh, like, like if I thought I got hit by a five-ton hammer, I'd be I'd just pass it. I'd pass away on the spot. Right, right, exactly. And 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 that that is Usopp in a nutshell. Usopp is a a trickster um, who is relatively. I mean, he he's known in the crew. He's known as part of the weak trio. He's he he does not do physical fights, but he does mind games so well. Um, next up, you have their cook Sanji, who fights only with kicking. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say to anyone who's reading this now, uh, Sanji is um, he's 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 an issue character. Um, He's very, oh very, very into women. Um, oh dear. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's nowhere near as bad as most other anime, but he's a very annoying character for people who are just starting out, and he does get fleshed out and does get better as time goes on. But again, this was right. This was made in 1990, or he was made in 1998. Uh, so there are a few issues there. Um, when you do meet Sanji, he is very annoying. Um, I feel like so that's I'd... a problem with a lot of anime, how weird they, like, pervy a lot of the characters are. Yeah, and and, and it, it comes down to a lot of uh, Japanese culture and how Japanese culture, one, treats women, and two, what's considered to be just, like, a childish thing. And what's considered to be, um, you know, uh, a crime. Right, right, right yeah. 
and yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I just want to get that out of the way. Like when you do meet Sanji, yes, he, he's a problem. Um, he, he gets so much better. Um, and I will also I run down the other crewmates who are way better um, than Sanji. <laughs> um, you have Tony Tony Chopper, who is... Hmm? What? Tony going up from here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tony Tony Chopper, who is kind of the mascot of One Piece. Tony Tony Chopper was or is a reindeer who ate the human human fruit. Um, he is mm. a blue nose reindeer. My head is in my hands right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, if if, if you, beyond just Luffy, if you know anything about One Piece, you probably have seen Chopper, who is just like the epitome of mascot. This is he is Pikachu. Uh, he is an adorable human that everyone thinks uh, uh, adorable human reindeer thing that everyone thinks should be. Um, should be voiced by Danny DeVito. Voicing him by Danny DeVito would be very funny. Um, but he is he is their doctor. He is uh, the blue-nosed reindeer who just accidentally ate the human fruit. And so now he can turn into a human and a few weird uh, in-betweens. Um, Chopper is wonderful, adorable, but also very, very gullible, which is... One of the fun things the, when you come to somebody who loves to tell tall tales like Usopp constantly lies. Um, uh, it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful character dynamic. And and that's that's really the strength of One Piece is this entire crew interacts so much like a family and just it, it's it's beautiful. Um, so Tony, Tony Chopper, usually known just as Chopper. Um Wonderful, wonderful character. Uh, one of the one of the jokes is, you know, uh, like pirates. Uh, eventually, if you tick off the world government enough, you're going to get a bounty. Well, Chopper has has the lowest bounty of the entire crew because the world government just thinks he's their pet. Ah. So, um, because I mean, he's this adorable little half reindeer half human uh so the uh the world government gave gave him the nickname of cotton candy lover chopper and basically <laughs> the bounty on him is a dollar um <laughs> they're not they're not losing sleep over him in other words right right which is funny because uh he he, he he's a he's a heavyweight um we also have robin who i i mentioned earlier who can sprout up things elsewhere um she is an archaeologist and her entire thing is best left not said until people read it um she she she's she's one of the her backstories is one of the moments where you're like oh this this story is better than just anything random this is special um next up Ooh, you have an intrigue so. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of the entire thing about this World of One Piece is there's some part of history that has been covered up by the world government uh, that 800 years ago. 
And uh, as an archaeologist, hey, maybe Robin wants to find it, find that out. And um, she's she's very dangerous for other reasons. Um, and as you expect, uh, being able to just plop out uh, body parts wherever you can see them, one, just from an art standpoint, is beautiful. Uh, when she does fight, she is crazy. She's also super, super morbid. She's almost like a Wednesday Adams type character when she has her humor. Um, it's it's wonderful. Uh, I, I love her so much. You Queen, also have a legend, etc. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you also have their uh, their shipwright Frankie, who is a cyborg. Um, he 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 nice. is also he is also wonderful. He is um. Odo once said, "The country he believes every." straw hat is from right he's like look if you like took their personalities or what to think about them uh these are where they are uh frankie is the american frankie is wearing a speedo he is uh usually called a pervert by people he is not a pervert he is just true to himself um (laughs) just just yeah 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 just just wearing a speedo being awesome he is also as a cyborg, he is powered by cola. That is right. He is powered by Coca-Cola or uh, whatever non-brand is. So his fights are are weird and and wonderful. Um, one of his big epic fights comes down to him fighting a grown man named Senor Pink in a uh, who's a grown man with a pacifier, a baby bonnet, and a uh, a diaper on, and that's all he wears. And um, it is a hilarious Not another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like out of all of the animated media I've seen, this will be the second. Like if I had a nickel for every time a piece of animated media has shown me a grown man with a pacifier in his mouth and wearing a diaper, I'd have two nickels, which is not a lot, but it's weird that it's happened twice. Well, it's, well, well, it's the other one. Uh, so Mr. Pink in uh, One Piece which I've just learned about. I'm Crybaby Clown from um, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. I fucking hate that. Uh, I, I hate that it's two episodes. It's like, cool. it's so weird because cool. they let him come into a room and parody the scene from Jaws where Quint drags his nails down the board at the town meeting, but it's given to Crybaby Clown. It's so, it's so fucking weird. Every, all that of is, these. That just, is strange. Yeah. All of these things just live in this weird, like, M.C. Asher Bosch hellscape, like. Well, uh, and to even go to your uh, M.C. Asher uh, hellscape, uh, uh, Senior Pink ate what is called the Sui Sui no Mi, which is um, basically it allows him to swim anywhere he wants. Uh, And literally, like, he can dive into solid water and like scrooge mcduck in his money bin wherever um it's 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 insane but the real thing about one piece is how this very minor antagonist is given an entire backstory in two pages that explains so well so insanely well why he's a grown man uh wearing this stuff and also 
why he is the way he is. And it's just so incredibly touching when you find out. And also part of the other the other gag uh, about him is that he's super hard-boiled, right? He's all, he talks like an old 80s detective or a noir detective, not 80s. Um, he, he's just super hard-boiled and women love him. And he is just a man, again, in just a baby's bonnet and a diaper. And he's awesome. He's just him. Um, yeah. It's like, like it, he really is the, uh, the, the go-to example for like why I think One Piece is special is like the ability to take this goofy character, give him a heartfelt touching backstory as to why he is this way and make him entirely, entirely wonderful. Um, anyway, that's Frankie. He's a cyborg. He's great. Then you have Brooke, the skeleton. Woo! Yeah. Um, Love him already. Yeah. Well, Shout out to skeleton. skeletons. Got to be one of my favorite genders. Right. He, he's a skeleton, and he does almost nothing but make bone puns, um, which is incredibly funny. Um, but the reason why he is a skeleton is he was a human who ate the... Um, who basically ate the revive fruit, right? He... He could come back to his body and get revived at any time. Well, he was killed, and then he couldn't find his body, so he had to come back years later after finally finding his skeleton. And now he's a skeleton. That is, that is him. He is, uh, he is the Amazing. musician. He is wonderful. Uh, I, I love him as well. Um, and then finally. You have the the newest member of the crew, um, which I I almost feel bad saying this because it's delves so much on a spoiler, but I will just say he is a a fish man. Um, like shape of water fish man or um yeah so so there, there's an entire uh, race of people in in the One Piece world that. It's often translated as mermen, but it's not like that. It's like fish people hybrids. Um, and and this character, uh, whose name is Jimbei, um, he's part whale shark, and he is awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Love that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm really trying to. Th- but, but yeah, th- these are these are the characters. These are the characters. Mm. Uh, they they interact so so beautifully with each other. Uh, you, if you read this, you will immediately fall in love with just how much like a family they are. Um, how how they interact with each other. A few of the members hate each other and will argue to the end of time. Um, there are reoccurring jokes and gags that come back up like even in the middle of serious moments uh you know life or death fights well you know it's still it's still time for zoro to prove that he's still stronger than sanji um and and back and and forth yeah yeah it's it's beautiful Uh, it is so beautiful so would you say that's like a key aspect, the camaraderie between the Straw Hat Pirates? Yeah, like a key yeah. I, point of... I, I, I would, I would say yes. I, I would say it is, it is the, 
the thing is you almost tear up thinking how how beautiful uh this sense of camaraderie is and how much they trust each other and how um and how that's used um it's it, it yeah 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 it, it it's almost the entire appeal beyond just the extended cast which that goes way further you know reoccurring villains and stuff um the various things but again it's this camaraderie of this crew uh that just is so touchingly beautiful and will make you want to keep coming back because they're so well written hmm. i have a question actually i've been thinking like you say that like with this with one piece like there's a chapter a week and you said there's around 99 books as such my math is not great roughly how many chapters would there be per book um there, or, is, or is it like or does there, it vary well i mean it varies but it varies between like seven to nine okay yeah so, so uh i do want to point out reasonable is that is yeah. that in like tankabon format yeah 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 that's in the the Ten Kanban format. Um, I will also say, I, 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 I do not know what it is like over on your side of the woods or inside of the lake. I do know in America, Shonen Jump has an app. That app, oh. for $2 a month, you can read as much as you want. Oh. Um, that is handy. It is, I... it is handy. It remembers where you were. You know, um, so you do not have to buy these individually. You can pay $2 and just delve into all of the Shonen Jump um, manga you you want. Um, I'm on the Google Play Store now, and Viz Media has a Shonen Jump manga and comics app, uh, in-app purchases, and it has currently 4.1 stars with over 5,000 reviews. I like that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I, I, I just do not know how it is over where you guys are, but this means like you can read uh, Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, Jujutsu Kaisen. Which uh, also, this is this is updated weekly, right? So if these sh- chapters are coming out weekly, they'll throw them out. You don't have to wait for them to come out in the books. Mm. Um, which is an- another huge huge thing um yeah I'm, I'm really really wondering it might be called viz manga plus over where where you you guys are in the uk um but yeah that that's just it's an insanely easy way to just read all 1016 chapters of one piece and and climbing um so yeah you, you, you should really get on it, Allie. I, I think if you can uh, get used to how you read manga from right to left instead of left to right, yeah, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. I'll definitely give it. I'll definitely give it a try. Like if I'm gonna get into manga, like may as well get into it that way. Like that's a that's an unreal service. Like that's very good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So do that. I. There, there is so much about One Piece that I, I haven't touched because I just don't want to spoil things. There are, mm. there, there are just 
plot twists after plot twists. You know, I, I said that the the reveals just they keep going. Um, but I really think uh, you kind of have to give it like a hundred chapters, which I I, I know it's a lot, <laughs> but a uh, hundred chapters gets you the first half of the crew, and you really start to understand the world and their camaraderie and just everything there. That's when it starts to go from being just a acceptably good uh, story to uh, what I think is a great story. And the fact that it's remained great like over like 20, 23, 24 years like that is, that is, that's something like that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, it it is insane. The quality has not gone down, and that and that's like really one of the things. Uh, almost all your other manga tend to, you know, you tend to get uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, I my my brain is even a Even a is what they call it with TV. Yeah, yeah. You 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 tend to get something like that where. Okay, I get it. The the uh, the world is going to, you know. Oh, the next guy's getting stronger. They're all going to get stronger. Uh, they're going to go this way. The world okay. is going to explode. Right, right. Uh, and the other thing here is that every individual island that they go to has a different, um, like it looks different. It looks more fun. There is an entire, an entire island called Thriller Bark. That is, it feels like, um, it feels like someone just decided to make a Nightmare Before Christmas island. So it's nice. all, it's all horror stuff. But as, o as uh, Oda says, he's, he hates being scared. So it's, you know, it's really happy. There, there are zombies and it, it's, it's so, so wonderful, uh, there, there's another island that is um, it's called Whole Cake Island and the entire island is literally just has um, like like food everywhere and everything has faces and it looks like a Disney like or a Betty Boop um, like, like old animation style thing uh all the trees start to sing at one point. It's so weird. I love that though. Things that are just like kind of weird and wonderful and out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's a great part in Thriller Bark where they're they're going through this this graveyard and you know they're 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 scared and all of a sudden um, they see Cerberus, like you, you know this uh, like patchwork. Mad Doctor made a, a Cerberus with three heads uh, as the guard dog and they're looking at it and um, and someone mentions like, wait a minute, one of these heads doesn't fit and you realize that one of the heads is a <laughs> fox's head. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's just so so silly and, and wonderful um, and 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 somehow every new location, uh, once they get to the Grand Line, which is chapter 100, has just a completely different visual theme to it. 
has a, a different way of working. So each of these worlds or each of these islands is kind of its own world. It has a its own political system, its own uh, resources, how things work, what the culture is. And and that really allows uh, Oda to be super creative. And if you don't like where the Straw Hats are, well, usually within a hundred chapters, they're somewhere else. Yeah, like it, it keeps it fresh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now they're in a on an island called Wano, which is just feudal Japan. It is awesome. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And this island, originally mentioned in like chapter four hundred, finally ca- finally came into uh, where they were going. This is the end of a mega arc. This mega arc has been building up at each island they've been to since about chapter 600. It 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 is finally coming to a a climax. It is in the climax part right now. So if you start reading it, you probably you you will probably get to like one of the biggest climaxes that is just so hard to wait week to week to read the mm. next one to to see this um and then Oda has said that there's just one more mega arc after this. That's so. being mentioned in um chapter 400, just like it's a surprise tool that'll help us later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's mentioned almost as a throwaway thing. You kind of forget about it, and then it gets brought mm. up a little bit more a few hundred chapters later, and eventually the Straw Hats are there, and you've been dealing with the political situation of this of this entire country for uh you know a few hundred chapters it's it's wonderful it's creative yeah i you should definitely give it a shot both of you i think i will am i after after that after this you've thoroughly convinced me Andy. yeah you sold us good good uh do you have any other questions i have i have just one question before we wrap and i feel like it's a good question to just uh uh to end on Andy, what if when we get to the end of One Piece, we get to the final island on the Grand Line, and they finally find the treasure of Goldie Roger, and they find out that the real treasure is the friend they made along the way? Well, I will say <laughs> uh, that that would be very disappointing, especially with uh, plot developments as to what the treasure is uh, later on. Uh, There's nothing more valuable than friendship. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, there, I, I, I will say, it, it it cannot be anything like that. Luckily. Need all the XE has stopped responding. <laughs> I, I just love that it took a second for you to, like, buffer after that. Y- y- well, no... I, that that is something the fandom I I have been part of this fandom since late 2002 early 2003 um we have we have always been afraid it would end up being something like that and recently we <laughs> we we have finally gotten story information and world information as to why it is definitely not that okay so uh, and just considering how everything that Oda has made has been paying off on its own in various ways uh, hundreds of chapters later, you know, years yeah, later, he, he he will wait years and years to introduce a character that he's hinted at. Uh, it's it's insane. 
I do not have that patience, right? If I was a creative man, I would like did and I made stories and stuff. I would be like, oh no, I need to just go ahead and throw this character in because he's so cool. It's a it's a, a a villain with a feather boa, and his name is uh, Don Quixote do Flamingo. Um, and he's one of the most terrifying villains in the entire show. Uh, and instead of just introducing him and, you know, forcing him where he doesn't belong, um, Oda introduced him, and then it's not until hundreds of chapters later that he actually becomes the antagonist of the arc. Love that. Incredible. The very oh. epitome of the slow build. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it's... That that's what it is. It's a slow build. Uh, check out uh, Murphy Napier, or uh, Totally Not Mark, or any of these other people who decided, you know what, the pandemic's happening. I'm just gonna dive into this big project and how they are just in tears, saying how this is a wonderful story. It has something for everyone, and it's it's truly beautiful. Amazing. So I think we could wrap it up there. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, Andy, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andy Noted, and you can also listen to my podcast that's about getting those things off your uh, your backlog, you know, your, your to-do list, whatever you want to do, uh, watch, read, experience. It's called Monkey Off My Backlog. Where Andy hey. often talks about anime. Yes, uh, I am almost done with all of the anime. I have taken a a, uh, a short hiatus to, to to study and to finish my uh, school stuff. But uh, don't worry, people. I'll be doing anime soon. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Back. Oh boy. And uh, Nigel, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Spicy Nigel, where recently I've tweeted about Forbidden Spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> and you can also find me on TikTok, also under the same handle, where I've posted a uh, I've posted my first TikTok in a long while. It's about astrology. You can find out my sun, moon, and rising signs in the description <laughs> of, of that TikTok. What? what? Nice. Look, it'll look. It'll, it will appeal to to a certain demographic of people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the whole point of you the whole fight. point of the TikTok was just people believe in astrology. I respect that. Well, then when people ask me what my signs are, and they go, "That doesn't make sense for you," and then they do the birth chart for me, and they get the same results, and they go, "Ha, ah, that's weird." You have to wonder how effective it is, right? <laughs> Sometimes, though, you look at your birth chart and you're just like, oh, geez, that's me. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at AliCat underscore. Ali spelt like alleyway, cat spelt with K. And you can find me on Instagram at Ali, A-L-L-Y underscore K underscore Keegan. Then you can find the podcast at HyperFixationsP on Twitter. Or at HyperFixationsPod on Instagram. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or written out over and over on a typewriter in a haunted hotel. If you would like to guest on an episode of HyperFixations, uh, please feel free to reach out to us at any of the uh, aforementioned social medias. Absolutely. Andy, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Signing off.